0: Pro-America Report, on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. A lot to report today, a lot to cover today, a lot happening today. We'll talk either today or tomorrow with Ted Malik, our old friend. He's been under the weather a little bit, had some bronchitis, um, and he was in touch. He's got a new column called Risky Business, breaking down how 8 out of 10, if you can believe it, 8 out of 10 of the, of the risks in the world, world risks from the WEF, the World Economic Forum, that the biggest risks are coming, won't surprise you, from climate change, climate change, all kinds of aspects of climate change. It's a funny column as typical, uh, Ted Malik. We'll talk with him about that either later today. Uh, I'm trying to see if he lines up or tomorrow. We'll also visit today. Oh, um, sorry, I'm looking now at my notes. We've got, um, Cynthia Hughes will be with us today, giving us an update. What I'm about to talk, what I'm about to talk about. And then, uh, Carol, Markowitz, Carol Markowitz will be with us. She has a new book that's out and it's, uh, amazing. It's amazing it's amazing and even better the story of the book is uh, striking she went to publish the book she met with some conservative book publishers and they said yeah we, we don't like so much fight we don't like so much fight uh, we'd like you to lighten up the book and she refused her and her co-author Bethany Mandel Mandel excuse me and the book is called Stolen Youth How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a Generation we'll talk with uh, we'll talk with Carol Markowitz in just a moment and as i mentioned Cynthia Hughes also but first, what you need to know today? Hey, we're still on um, we're still on January sixth stuff, and we will be for a while if I can help it. And uh, and the reality is, we should be, because what has come out in the last little while, what has come out and become clearer and clearer, is the simple fact that January sixth was a major, major uh, debacle, a major problem, a major um, uh, a blight on America, but not because there was a riot. I mean, there was the reason anybody who committed, commit, was rioting deserves to have some trouble. That's true. Uh, but the, uh, the reality is that the, um, the, the real problem here was the, um, what was going on and especially the lying afterwards. What you need to know is we've been lied to. Joe McBride, the lawyer for, um, uh, for a bunch of the January 6 guys was on, um, well, I think he was on a podcast first, but then he was quoted in an article by Miranda Devine. And he said, basically, the lying that happened from the Congress and the Pelosi-Cheney Select Committee is so egregious that it poisoned the jury pool for anyone to have a serious trial. And I'd go one step further. Due process, which is so important, it's kind of the notion of fairness. It's got a lot of aspects to it. But due process says, if you can't review... The thousands of hours of videotapes in a timely manner, if you can't turn them over to the prosecutors, um, excuse me the defense attorneys in a timely manner, then these men, mostly men and some women need to go home and they need to be at home. You could commit murder in Chicago. you can commit murder in St. Louis. Now, let me say it differently. You can be arrested for murder and be innocent until proven guilty and go home on a big uh, a, a, a big bond for bail. And you, you put, I'm going to say it's a million dollar b- bail and you put a hundred thousand dollar bond down and you're out on jail out in, and you might have to be on house arrest. You might have to be on a brace, uh, an anklet, an uh, ankle bracelet or something, but you could be, we have men rotting in jail for two and a half years wh- and, and we haven't gotten to the trials. We haven't gotten through the, the discovery. So there's lots of reasons to believe, to believe that due process has been denied in this case. That happens to be the title of a book that Cynthia Hughes published just a couple of days ago. Now, I, Truth in Advertising, I wrote the introduction for her book. Um, so if you get the book, you'll see, and I think it's actually a forward, uh, but it's just a couple pages about how extraordinary she's been and how hard she's worked. The Patriot Freedom Project, patriotfreedomproject.com, has uh, raised millions, a couple of million dollars, to help the families and to help the uh, prisoners with lawyers, but a lot of times it's with the families to help them with their kid's school and to help them get food and help them at Christmas. And so her book is entitled due process denied. And she does tell the story of her son, Well, she calls him her son, adopted son, um, Timothy Hale and how he has been slurred and smeared and sent to jail, basically slurred and smeared and sent to jail for being slurred and smeared. And it's a kind of a memoir of the book. But when you're done, the combination of Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson, guys like Joe McBride, the attorney out there talking about this, and then Cynthia uh, Hughes's memoir, it's powerful. It's a powerful argument that things have been off kilter, that they have been off balance. They have been off balance against we, the people, and that we better get them back on balance. And we've got some work to do so. I actually believe, and I'll be careful how I say this, I want to say thank you over and over again to Tucker Carlson. I want to say thank you over and over again to Speaker uh, McCarthy, because I think they did get the ball rolling. But it looks to me like the ball that started rolling, there's been a lot of pushback. We talked about it yesterday, you know, uh, the the Senate Republicans, as well as uh, Chuck Schumer and the Senate Democrats, going wild. Wild. Media's going wild. Stop this. Tucker Carlson is making a, a mess of things, blah, blah, blah. Well, thou doth protest too much is one way I feel about it. But I will say, I believe, and you should watch this, I believe that the other side, that the people that want to control this country that want January 6th to be lied about are winning a little bit in the last couple of days. They're slowing down what I think Tucker was doing and others because of the pressure, the pressure on the, on the Fox Corporation, the pressure on individual uh, journalistic entities, lots of pressures. It just feels like everybody's pulled back a bit because they're afraid of how big and bad and and scary some of the forces that are arrayed to say, oh, no, no, we don't want to change the narrative. We want the narrative to be that it was an armed insurrection and it was a terrifying threat to people's lives, as opposed to what it really was, was a massive rally by people concerned about the country and some people that went too far in terms of rioting and doing stupid things. Maybe a lot of people that trespassed. But that's very different than an armed insurrection or sedition. I watched Anderson Cooper. You know, I know Anderson Cooper. I did a a whole... I spent a lot of time with Anderson Cooper when I was a CNN contributor. And I would have said, generally, he's kind of a mild-mannered guy. I think he's probably a pretty hardcore liberal. But he's a mild-mannered guy. Doesn't seem to be mean. I saw him the other night. He looked mean. He was describing... With that Fanon character, that uh, that um, uh, uh, Capitol Police officer, maybe he's a D.C. police officer who, who was there and he loves to how hard a big fight it was. It was violence and all. Uh, he's he's like a, a an actor um, inserted anytime they want to say, oh, it was violent. It was scary and all. But I watched Anderson Cooper really mean, really mean, mean about the character of the people who were there that day. Really nasty. And that's what they want us to believe. They they do not want to let, they do not want to let the uh, the um, narrative say anything other than that that it was this terrible terrible stuff, and it's really uh, um, over the line and and untrue. So here's what I'd say: Congratulations to Kevin McCarthy yesterday when they confronted him and said, "Oh my gosh, what are you doing? It's getting out of control." You know, even Mitch McConnell is complaining, and he answered very clearly. He said, I told you guys and gals, we're going to have transparency. We're going to let people see this. If you don't agree with Tucker's characterization, that's okay, because he clearly didn't agree with the select committee, Pelosi, Cheney lie. And here's the thing. I would say Tucker's a journalist, or at least an opinion journalist, Pelosi, Cheney, and the select committee pretended that they were impartial government. Who's the bigger liar? So whatever you think, and this is what Kevin McCarthy said, the Speaker McCarthy said, Hey, I'm just gonna make transparency. And I, I I would say again, keep marching forward. Keep moving the ball forward. Don't stop now. And no matter how the intimidation kicks up, do not stop now. Keep going. Keep going, Kevin McCarthy. Do not, do not slow the march, the movement. Across towards more transparency. Don't let them shake us. Don't let them shake us out of where we're headed. What you need to know, listeners, is we're on the right track. And you, ne- I, I tell my people all the time, tell my friends, colleagues, others, you very rarely get a slam dunk, home run, grand slam, whatever term you want. You get lots of singles. You get lots of you get lots of small steps. You know uh, what is it? Uh, 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 three yards and a cloud of dust—the old uh, uh, NFL or the uh, football analogy. You know, put the hand the ball off and run a little bit, make a little progress. Very rarely to get a forty-yard breakaway run. Just got to get three yards and a cloud of dust every time. Every time we got more transparency with Tucker. Good. We got more transparency with Cynthia Hughes's book. Good. What you need to know is we got to keep moving the ball down the field. All right. we got to take a break. We'll come back and talk with Cynthia Hughes in just a moment. It's Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report, checking in with Cynthia Hughes, my friend who is the founder of the Patriot Freedom Project, patriotfreedomproject.com, which organizes uh, efforts to help the families of January 6th prisoners as well as the prisoners, uh, with lawyers and, uh, and matching them up with uh, folks that can help them with their cases. Tons of attention this week because of Tucker Carlson. Thank goodness. And Speaker Kevin McCarthy making the, the, uh, what of uh, 44,000 uh, hours of video available to Tucker Carlson and a lot of sh- sunlight being shined over onto, uh, the, uh, onto the, uh january 6th debacle and and the great uh it wasn't an insurrection it was a uh a um a movement against uh maga folks or american against we the people i will say speaker mccarthy he was uh confronted by the press and that's the phrase i'd use they came at him and they said oh uh, can you believe it tucker carlson he said hey transparency is what i promised I said, let's make it available. Let's pe- let people see it. You guys want to critique who is picking what side? He said, I'm making it so everybody can see. And I think they see that the, uh, Pelosi, Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, uh, debacle select committee was not very fair. So good for Kevin McCarthy for, uh, having the positioning and knowing uh, exactly what, why he was doing it. It seems to me to be a great message. So, but Cynthia Hughes is riding this wave of all this attention and. A book that she wrote, I don't know, months ago and finally is published is called a Due Process Denied and is out, I don't know, a day or so ago and is on the front page or the whatever page Miranda Devine's column is in the New York Post, getting tons of attention. Due Process Denied from Post Hill Press. Uh, it's excellent. I was uh, a part of a truth in advertising. I wrote the foreword for it because I work with Cynthia a lot and it's excellent. So uh, welcome back, Cynthia Hughes. How are you?
1: Hey, Ed, how are you? Thank you for having me back.
0: Well, I'm fine. Um. A busy week. I mean, it's always busy for you because you get uh somebody's wife calling you saying, hey, I got trouble with this. And somebody's uh, lawyer calling you saying, hey, we're going to appeal such and such. So it's always busy. This week, Tucker Carlson and everybody else making it a busy in some way that I don't think I think you'd wish it would all go away. But in some way, if it has to be where we are, this must be a satisfying week because people are taking a hard look at what they've been told and and now doubting a lot of what has been put out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so much going on this week, so much reporting. Um, You know, uh, our focus here at Patriot Freedom Project is is always helping the families and, you know, assisting the lawyers where we can. You know, we help with, um, uh, you know, like uh, if if there needs to be a psychiatric evaluation, you know, we help financially with that, um, you know, uh, legal retainers. And of course, you know, we help the families. Um, you know, we help the lawyers with their power legals that they, you know, you know how it is. Some attorneys, they hire power legals for certain cases. Sure. Um, and we, we leave the, you know, investigative, um, you know, journalist aspect to people like, you know, Julie Kelly or, um, you know, Miranda Devine and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and those people. And so with everything going on this week, um, I do have to say, I think all eyes should be on Julie Kelly right now. Um, Nick Smith, uh, attorney Nick Smith, he's an attorney on the Proud Boy case, um, his phenomenal paralegal, who w- we don't need to name, um, mm-hmm. but you know her well, Ed, um, she uncovered um, some very important information in the last few days with regard to, uh, you know, more information, you know, being hidden from these lawyers uh, who, who, you know, can't do their they're, you know, they can't effectively defend their, um, you know, their client without certain information. And we're, we're learning and discovering so much is being kept from these defendants and their lawyers. How can anybody, uh, um, you know, with any kind of conscience in DC, um, conscience in DC sit on a jury box and know that they are most likely going to convict a person, um, when that person has not had opportunity to review their discovery, look at the evidence and, and knowing that they're convicting people. If some of that evidence is doctored, made up or, you know, is non-existent. I mean, this is very serious stuff. People are being convicted in record time without having seen their, their discovery and, and, you know, and the evidence against them. And you're getting these FBI agents, And these different people that are getting put up on the stand by the prosecutors in this case, and they're lying. They're lying under oath, Ed. And the American. Let me me pause. pause.
0: We're talking about Cynthia Hughes and and, uh, PatriotFreedomProject.com if you're interested in supporting uh, the work. Uh, of helping the families, helping the kids and helping the prisoners of of January 6th. And there's a bunch of them still there, but you know, a couple of points, your book is called due process denied. And you and I've talked about it for months. In some ways, it's a memoir. It's about your own family and about how your nephew um, was lied about and how they spun the lie into something that was so damning. um, And, and they, they leaked it and they made it a big thing and we have to go, but it's kind of a memoir. It's a memoir of a family. And yet the title is what I think captures people right now, because they look up and they say, hold on, the, the QAnon shaman who looks like he's actually insane is walking around with the cops on the videos that Tucker showed, you know, and you're and then you're looking around, and you're saying inside you can see that it's 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 it may have been trespassing. They may have been in a place they shouldn't have been, but a lot of it, I mean, a lot, a lot of it was peaceful. And a lot of it was escorted. And at a certain point, I think the public, as I told a friend of mine, I was telling her about this, and I said, and she said, well, okay, but shouldn't they, if it's so hard to review 40 plus thousand hours of video, you know, for the defense and for the prosecutors, and you haven't been able to get to trial for, for dozens and dozens of men still in jail 30 months later, that my friend said, who doesn't know law, doesn't even think about it, said, shouldn't they be doing that from sitting at home? Why are they sitting in a jail? Why are they living in a jail in hell when they're, uh, you know, America, it's it's you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And they're supposed you could kill somebody in Chicago or New York and you would be innocent until proven guilty and you'd go home on a bail bond. You'd pay a one hundred thousand dollars, a million dollar bail, whatever. And these guys have no chance of that. That's one thing. And then as our, our friend Joe McBride, the attorney said uh, in the Miranda Divine article, if you spend Tens of millions of dollars, Nancy Pelosi and Liz Cheney, to poison the waters of what everybody thinks by lying and misleading. Don't expect a jury to be uh, uh, fair. So when you're done with that, you say, Americans, sort of the only thing we rely on is due process, that there's a certain fairness for everybody. And it's so blatantly obvious. I mean, it must be, I'm sure I know from you talking to you, it's infuriating. It it makes you crazy, literally will make you turn crazy if you focus on it too much. But uh, again, I go back to this. It must be in some way gratifying to you that people are seeing it now better.
1: Well, I mean, yes, some people are. Um, But my my fear is that. As much as we're going to, you know, you know, drop these bombshells. I mean, thank God for Tucker Carlson. I mean, he's fearless. He has a total spine and he, you know, he gives it to you like it is. Um, He doesn't sugarcoat anything, right? So we've been following him all week and watching him all week. And he's been delivering, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of good, um, you know, uh, footage and, and points. But, you know, I f- I feel like the important thing here is, is that we have two two big obstacles in our way. And the first one is Joe Biden and the second one is Merrick Garland. Um, at the end of the day, you know, they're, they're pushing this DOJ to, you know, obliterate lives, destroy lives. And they, they're using the American people as bait. People that are caught up in this, people that are following this, people that are sitting at home, you know, after a long work day, they come home, they want to watch the news. They're using everybody, um, that is not for the current administration as bait. And why are they doing that, Ed? They're doing it because the only thing that matters to this side of people is to stop Donald Trump from being on the ballot in 24. That is what this all revolves around. Plus, you know, they're they're desperately trying to, you know, um, arrest him and charge him. People in this country should be outraged and everybody in this country should be writing to their Congress members, to senators, to the president himself, to Merrick Garland, you know, themselves to say, this is not okay. You know, we live in the free world. We live in the greatest country in this world. Why are you doing this to American citizens? But
0: it is. uh, So your book, um, how do you feel about that? I know we and I've talked off the air. You don't like being called an author. You don't want to be called someone who's a, some sort of, um, you know, um, successful writer. You're, you're, you, you, you put the book together out of a, Reaction to all you're going through, like you did the Patriot Freedom Project. And again, patriotfreedomproject.com for folks listening. But how do you feel? I mean, you got a book out and people are paying attention and they're writing about it and talking about it and they're engaged in it. Again, it, it, you know, it's, you take the victories you have in the, in the despair you're in. It's got to be a great day.
1: Of, of course it is. Of course it is. And, it, and it's a, it's a very, it's an incredible feeling. Um, and, and I'm very proud of this, of this writing. Um, and I'm very, I'm very proud of the people that, you know, contributed and helped me with this. Um, we needed to put this out there. Number one, I needed to humanize my nephew. People need right. to know who he is and who he really is. And and I hope people will now be willing to open the door and be willing to talk to him when he gets out of prison um, on nonviolent charges because they are they're holding a man in prison on nonviolent charges destroying his life further when he's already had a very complicated and painful life as it is. And so I needed to humanize him because nobody wanted to help me with that. Nobody wanted to talk about him or write about him or take a chance and ask me, what is the deal with Tim Hale? And I had to humanize him and I had to let people know how great of a human being he is and he is. Um, And I wanted to share, you know, what I've learned my testimony on what I've learned with these families. And I wanted Jerry Perna to have an opportunity to write about her, you know, her nephew who she, you know, loved and adored and uh, had a wonderful relationship with. And she needed a, you know, she's got her interviews and, and we, you know, we have the Matthew Perna bill that's circulating now, but we needed a place for her to be able to really talk about her nephew. And, um, you know, and we, we needed to put a message out and we needed to talk about Patriot Freedom Project. So, you know, in our book, Do Process Denied, um, you know, we had an opportunity to to tell the stories of Tim, the families, and and why we started this platform. And so I hope everybody will go and, and buy a copy and, and and help us continue this journey and supporting these families and um and 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 share their feedback on what they think.
0: Uh, We're talking again with uh, Cynthia Hughes. PatriotFreedomProject.com is her website. PatriotFreedomProject.com. Her book is called, uh, the, is called, um, uh, Due Process Denied. Um, we're going to talk next week when we talk to her about her, the docuseries. And again, truth and advertising. I work with Cynthia a lot on this. I, I represent some of the guys that are in uh, jail and I'm on the board of her organization after meeting her and seeing what she's doing. Okay. So, um, do you feel like do you feel like um we talked a week or two ago that the House of Representatives was taking up the issues well? I think last couple of weeks ago you were worried because of what you weren't seeing much. How do you feel now? Do you feel like the Tucker Carlson thing is going to lead to more? I mean, are you uh, cautiously optimistic?
1: I mean, yes. I I'm always um, you know, cautiously optimistic and I always have hope. You have to have hope. If you don't have hope, you might as well forget about it. Um so yeah. I'm waiting to see, you know, what's going to be. I mean, I know that there's a lot of talking going on now. I know there's a lot of talking with some of the attorneys um, and, and a lot of things that are being planned behind the scenes. And, and, and we just have to hope that, you know, this isn't lip service and that, you know, there's going to be action behind, you know, the words that we're hearing.
0: All right. Well, Cynthia Hughes, congratulations on the book. I know you don't like that, uh, being called an author and all, but congratulations on, um, on the success of, of continuing to help these families and maybe as importantly right now, getting more and more of the truth out. You know, a lot of the problem is, as, as I, who, who wrote me something? They said, um, um, oh, I, well, um, a resp- in response to my email this morning, I sent out my daily email, uh, which my listeners know about. And I sent that out. And uh, And someone's response uh, to the last uh, line was, um, let me find it, irreversible lies. That's the line I said. I said, you know, these Tuckers doing important things. And, and he's making the mainstream media, uh, demand access to the video so they can look at it, which they should have done when the Democrats are in power. But then the question asked by my, by me in this email was, yet one has to wonder if the damage of the phony J6 committee can be undone. Are their lives, are their lies irreversible? And I know one of the things you're working so hard is to, uh, reverse their lies and get the truth out so congratulations on some good work on that this week and we'll look forward to talking with you next week about your new uh the new docuseries that's about to come out so thank you cynthia hughes thank you ed all right cynthia hughes everybody patriotfreedomproject.com patriotfreedomproject.com be right back ed martin here on the pro america report back in a moment Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. And uh, our next guest is an old friend. She was on our show many, many years ago, I think now. I can't even f- remember. But she is uh, Carol Markowitz, and she is an author. She writes columns over at the New York Post and other places. She she has um, the distinction of being one of the great chroniclers of the problems of New York uh, versus Florida, which has been actually sort of fun to watch because she moved with her family from uh, New York to uh, Florida and uh, and was describing the COVID- Covid, uh, the pandemic, uh, overreaches and things. And, and she has a, she has a piece over at the New York Post a couple days ago, uh, with Bethany Mandel and who is her co author of a new book. And I want to talk about the piece that she posted, but the book is called Stolen Youth and it's really important. It's out, I guess it's out like yesterday or two days ago, and so it's brand new, Stolen Youth, How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a Generation. You heard me talk about it uh, two days ago in segment four of the program and highlight what's the, what the book's about and, uh, and what's happening. It's very important. So welcome back, Carol. First of all, thanks for coming on. It's great to hear from you. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. So may I ask you first about this pig column, about the, the, the contents, uh, because you're describing how you had a a book idea, you, a proven writer, proven author, uh, Bethany Mandel, a well-known, uh, activist and, and personality. And you, the, the publisher was nervous. The, the topic made the publisher nervous. Describe what you, you encountered.
2: We have, you know, so many bylines between us we've written for every right. single outlet um a conservative and also non-conservative bethany's written for new york po- uh, the new york times she's written right. for washington post um we really ran the gamut and uh we weren't we were pretty much a safe bet in writing a book we weren't going to write anything crazy and we were we're two moms um she has six kids i have three we have <laughs> Uh, a lot of experience writing about this. And publishers were all interested in our book. This is conservative publishers, because conservative publishers fall under like a a separate category in publishing. Mm -hmm. And conservative publishers were all interested. And they told us plainly that that at that moment when Ryan Anderson's book had gotten pulled off of Amazon and Abigail Schreier's book was getting pulled, had gotten pulled off of Target and w- they were considering pulling it off of Amazon as well, that it was a scary moment for them and they really couldn't take any chances. And the lines that we say in the story are all true, where they said, We love the book, we want it, but can you tone down the fighting a little bit? And we said, <laughs> We absolutely cannot. No, we cannot tone down the fighting a little bit. Um, to us, fighting for your children is the most obvious thing in the world. And we didn't think that a book that kind of told you how to fight for your children, but not really, made any sense. So yeah. we, we fought to get what we wanted. And we ended up going with a different publisher. Daily Wire yeah. was just launching their publishing company. It's really kind of still new. And they took a chance on us and they said, you know, we're going to stand by this book. And so far, they've been terrific.
0: You know, um, and I want to mention uh, Abigail Schreier, who uh, plowed this ground ahead of you a little bit in terms of writing uh, hard. Uh, a, a book that had some hard truths in it that people weren't ready for. And, and we had her on the program uh, before she got sort of, she, she got sort of canceled mid swing. She already had the book out. She was not mm-hmm. a, not known as a, uh, not known as a, um, a wild-eyed, uh, conservative she at all. Right. Yeah. No, she's not. So, and Regnery took a chance on her and then, and mid swing it kind of, so we salute her and encourage her. All right. Now to the book though. Um, uh, it, it's first of all, you know you're an observer of the uh, of America closely because of your own life experience mm-hmm. did you did you ever um, i know i'm going to know the answer but t- talk about how hard it would be to imagine i don't know 10 years ago carol saying i'm going to write about this happening in America like the speed of this is also stunning yeah. isn't it it
2: really is and it's been really hard to watch. So I was born in the Soviet Union. I um, came to America as a small child. But I, I grew up with all of the lessons of a, a family that had been in the Soviet Union for many generations, and had really been silenced and targeted. And just so many things that I, I had learned in my life, um, through the, my family's experience. and And in my life, Um, during the Clinton years, for example, or even in the Obama years, uh, people would say to me, like, does this seem Soviet to you? And I would say, no, (laughs) it really doesn't. It doesn't. Um, But now it does. And now it's scary. And it really does. Um, I I see Americans being afraid to speak. I see Americans being afraid to say the obvious. Um, As Bethany and I always say, it's this wokeness, this deep leftism is really unpopular. Only 7% of the country considers themselves very liberal. And the 93% that don't are being cowed into silence by that 7%. And it's scary to watch because people really are so afraid to speak up. Um We had a book party last night in New York City, and it was protested. And that's crazy to me. We don't say anything wild in this book. We say that kids should have their innocence preserved. We say that childhood is important. We say that um, conformity of opinion is not something that we want in a free country. We don't say anything crazy. And yet there were protesters who threw glasses and threw drinks. And, you know, my my co-author Bethany had her baby with her. There were pregnant women there. They don't care. They're just mm. wilding out and thinking that that's okay, because for so long, that's been treated as acceptable behavior. And our impulse is obviously to like laugh at them and make light of it. But it's not funny. And it's not okay that they get to behave like that and and cow 93% of the population into
0: silence. Uh, we're talking with Carol Markowitz. She referred to her uh, co-author Bethany Mand- Mandel, um, who is, as you mentioned, an accomplished author. of The book again, uh, and I and I did this in my segment the other day, Carol. I salute Daily Wire for leading on this. I you know I don't dig- I don't agree with everything on everybody on Daily Wire, but I agree mm-hmm. with they're fearless into the fray and they published this book and and they took uh, whatever you take a chance. I mean, and as you said, they're running a business too. They're trying to figure out how to how to get good things out and and oh. sell the books. The book is called Stolen Youth: How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a Generation besides that broad um perspective you just said which is the 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 culture silencing parents because the opening line uh one of the one of the early lines is the kids are not all right you're right and and it's Mm -hmm. the kids that are the parents we're all the parents are messed up too that's a different kind of question in a weird way but but is 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 the number one way this is happening I, i mean again i know the answer it's our school system but is it is it you know part of it is we didn't quite realize it now you realize it I, in other words they were indoctrinating our kids before perhaps or, and, and perhaps right. in many ways now it's like in your face and in the kids face yeah.
2: So we in Stolen Youth, we go through all the ways that this is happening. And schools is just one chapter. Right. Schools are very important. But I think people are awake to what's going on in the schools. I think that parents are fighting back. I think they're being a lot more careful about what's introduced in their school curriculum. But it's also happening at your pediatrician's office and at the library and in publishing companies and obviously in corporations like Disney. Um, it's happening everywhere and it's aiming at your kid. And so, what we say is that it's yeah, you definitely should fight back at your school. You should run for school board. You should FOIA request um, all the all the documents in your school. Um, you should consider maybe switching schools if your school is too woke and and really just completely indoctrinating children. Um, you should maybe consider moving, like we did. I, I know that that's really hard. It wasn't easy for us either. But you have to do what you have to do for your children. But the the bigger problem for us is that medical schools are teaching this really narrow way of thinking and you're not allowed to step outside of it. And you could lose your medical license if you do. Um, teachers colleges are teaching a generation of teachers that a uh, Marxist thought. And then these teachers go and they spread this thought throughout the country. And anybody who believes this is a, a issue only in blue areas has not been paying attention. That's one of the main things that we want to hit is that in stolen youth, we talk to people in all kinds of deep red areas, who nevertheless had their kids targeted for just this kind of indoctrination.
0: It's uh, our guest again is uh, Carol Markowitz. I don't know. I kind of side there. It, fe- it feels overwhelming to me. Uh, Carol Markowitz, and again, Bethany Mendel, her a- a co-author, wrote "Stolen Youth: How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a Generation." And uh, it's Daily Wire. We salute them for stepping up for this book. Um, last sort of line, of question, Carol. It could be an answer for like a month of of talking, but. Okay, what do you do now? I mean, I know you just laid out some of the, the pieces, you know, but but part of me feels like when you say all that, and my kids are 19 down to 11, part of me feels like, almost like homeschool and lock the door, right? Homeschool. Right. And I mean, how do you get, how do you get that fee- And part of the, and by the way, that's part of what the culture wants us to do is feel alone, feel isolated and, and, and sort of retreat, H- you know, what do we do?
2: Yeah. So Bethany is a homeschooling mom of six and I have three kids, two in public and one in private. So we really run the gamut of, of solutions. And, and again, so she lives in Maryland in a blue, really blue state. I live in Florida in a red state and we have different paths in the book. We provide two very distinct options for how to raise your family in this situation. And Bethany is in the opt-out category, but even she says she opts out of, of schools, she homeschools. Um, she does so many things. She pre-screens all her kids' books and TV shows and movies. Um, she does all of that, but she she says even still, she can't find a pediatrician that isn't, you know, Targeted with this wokeness at their medical school. She can't, it, you still need to live in the culture. So for me, the way I raise my kids is I provide a really solid foundation. We talk very openly about subjects that I think a lot of parents want to avoid with their kids. And I provide them a way to move in the world and be confident in themselves. And I'm hoping to raise resilient adults who will stay strong in their opinion and not cower and not fear.
0: Well, Carol, th- first of all, thank you for being out there and taking all the time to, as a writer, to do this and to speak about it. And I hope uh, as your voice keeps getting uh, louder and louder or is at least listened to more and more, uh, more and more folks will hear it. Cause I've always, especially found you're, you know, you're neither, I don't know, you may, you, I don't know if you're, not, who cares if you're partisan, but you're not, not hysterical. You're saying, hey, here's what we're seeing and here's what's happening. And I, I think it's really important. So congratulations on the book. Sorry about the idiots that showed up at your event. Um, <laughs> and uh, keep on, uh, keep on, up the great work and let us know how we can help. Uh, so thank you, thank Carol you Markowitz so and the book Stolen Youth from Daily Wire Publications. Thanks. Thank you. All right, we'll take a break, everybody. We'll come back and I'll put up on social media all the links to uh, the uh, to the book as well as to the article I mentioned the from the New York Post and some other stuff there. So uh, important, uh, very important. And we'll hear more from Carol, uh, God willing. All right, we'll take a break and be right back. It's Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report back in a moment. Mm-hmm. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Imagine for a moment that you're the girlfriend of Aubrey Taylor, a Texas man with eight prior felony convictions, including violent felonies. You've been held hostage, beaten, choked, and terrorized by Taylor. Then you feel a wave of relief when Taylor's arrested on the charges of kidnapping and assault. Finally, you have the chance to get your life back in order. Finally, you don't have to live in fear of the man who's tormented you. Then you get horrible news. Aubrey Taylor has been released on a $2 bond, $1 for your kidnapping and $1 for your assault. In that moment, how would you be feeling as the girlfriend who got Taylor put in jail in the first place? This is not fiction. This is a case that actually happened in Harris County, Texas mere months ago. Judge Josh Hill gave the extremely low bond to protest a new law preventing judges from releasing violent criminals without having to pay cash bonds. While Judge Hill might have thought that he found a clever way to make a political statement, Aubrey Taylor's victim was not amused. Five days after being released, Taylor was arrested once again for kidnapping and assaulting the same girlfriend, even though house arrest was a stipulation of his $2 bond. No victim should have to endure the pain inflicted by Aubrey Taylor or by Judge Josh Hill. Violent criminals should not be released without consequence just to satisfy a grotesque political agenda. Our criminal justice system should be built on four important unshakable pillars. Uphold the law, punish wrongdoers, protect victims, and safeguard the community. Every decision made by judges should be filtered through these important tests. The politicization of criminal justice is slowly decaying our cities and our towns. We must recognize this problem now before it gets out of control, and we must do something about it. Losers like Aubrey Taylor need to know that they don't get to make up their own rules. Victims like Taylor's girlfriend need to know that if they are brave enough to stand up to their abusers, the criminal justice system will. Will protect them. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The lines have been drawn those who support law and order and those who don't. Of course, criminals who burn cities and loot businesses want to defund the police. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles a plan to keep the streets of America safe. Go to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro America Report. Hey, let me uh, follow up on something. Uh, we've been talking about the January 6th, folks. Um, but let me follow up and tell you that due process denied due process denied is the name of, uh, of the book that, um, that, uh, Cynthia Hughes wrote. We talked about that got a ton of attention. It's also the name of a docuseries, um, that is, uh, rolling out right now. And it is about the uh, January 6th families about what's happened uh and it's it's going to be a docu series meaning there's going to be at least two maybe three episodes could be more uh but the first one is basically about what's happened and how this has impacted families and um it's really good. I've seen it. I play a part in it. There's a handful of the lawyers who uh, contribute, but lots of the voices of the families and their powerful voices. So do if you go to dot org. you'll see the trailer and you'll get a sense and uh, you'll see that there, pardon me, there's the trailer as well as there is the video, uh, the first episode, which is out right now. It was previewed and mentioned uh, on uh, Don Donald Trump Jr.'s Don Jr.'s uh, podcast the other day, so it's been getting a bunch of attention already, and it will get a lot more. So, again, DueProcessDenied dot You can check that out and uh, and you can uh, watch. It's free. It's not something we're selling. It's something we're, we we um, got support to do, and we're promoting because we want to get the word out. So, DueProcessDenied dot uh, Thank you as always to the great noah dingley our producer for all his help and to ryan height for uh, associate producer for all the work they're doing we will be uh, back tomorrow as always and appreciate you very much Promarkreport.com is the website i'm ed martin be back tomorrow